Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. My name's Matt Eads. It's December the 22nd, 2015. I'm trying to look into a camera and record this podcast at the same time. Joined today by Kevin Byer. A very impressed looking Kevin Byer. He, Don't forget. Let's, for the folks on Periscope... Get my impressed face hey, back Periscope. on. He's so fucking impressed. This is the coolest thing on the internet. And then some, until we go over to Oliver Aguilar. Hey, guys. And gals. And ladies. There like are no one, ladies one. on this There must be one. I know for a fact there is at least two. Okay. Good. Yeah. Hello. So let's be inclusive, you know? Ladies. Yeah, that is the definition of ladies. There's two of them. Yeah. Brando's not here. He is going to be back. Uh, what else is new? Yeah, I don't know. He Listen, he said, and I quote, he can't make it, but he is uh, going to make it up to everybody on the live show. I'm going to stop this Periscope that's been going now. Some people got to see the the start of this podcast live in the flesh. Got to see some shit, too. Yeah, some real shit. Look behind the scenes. I wouldn't be surprised if... Uh, if we got banned because of this, if we got banned because okay. of that press. No, if we, <laughs> if that happens again, it's a weird thing. I've never used it, so every, All right. t- every time will just be a little bit better. Listen, Max Gonzalez is coming to town. Who? Gassy Mexican. Who? Who? I, do, I oh, literally man, have on, no Brian. other way how to describe him. <laughs> Good, great. Yeah, he's gonna be here for our live show. <gasps> We're gonna fly him in. Awesome. I mean, he's. Let's be honest. He's gonna fly himself in. <laughs> What do you? He's a pilot. He is, you know, he's going to charter a jet with his fat Twitch cash. Yeah, there's going to be naked bartenders he serving have to him. Charter a jet. He owns a jet oh, with a big sorry, sombrero on the goddamn jet. side. Okay. No, it's like, like the white, red, and green. Tail. Yeah, it has a sombrero on the back. So is it like a full on sombrero? Or is it just like a picture of a sombrero? Full like on sombrero is how I imagine it. Yeah. On like you know, like the the tail has the two fins off the side, and then the one. Oh, on the so top, it's like it, it, it wears them. On that, I do think that those fins are there for a reason. So I think to hold to hold giant sombreros. Oh, okay, in place. Gotcha. They'd fall off on the way. It'd be ridiculous. Learned a lot about aerodynamics today. Sounds like maracas when it starts up. That's pretty awesome. How about that gassy Mexican? Do do. He's coming on January the ninth. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, he'll be here for the live show. Remember when we he was on our show? Yeah, I do on the Manitank podcast. And before that, on the Gamer Guy podcast. And before that, on the Angsty podcast. He went all the way back to the Angsty. All oh, the way. Yeah. All he was way. part of the Machinima. He, yeah. Rabble. I'm sure we'll talk about all that. I'm sure that our history will be broken down and dissected in depth on the night of the 9th. <laughs> That's when our live show is, by the way. Join us. I'm going to bill it as an intimate evening with Gassy Mexican. You know, airing, we're going to be there grievances. too. We'll be there too. <laughs> yeah, you know, we'll do the test of the feats of strength, the earnings of uh, grievances. Yeah, definitely. It'll I, be fun because I got a lot of grievances with both of you, especially. If I had hair, my eyebrows would have just disappeared into it. Uh, it's. It, it, I don't know what else. It's. It's. It's going to be what it is. Yeah, you know. I booked that day off too. Yeah, so great. we're all going to have it off. Great. We're all going to hang out. He's coming in on Friday. Perfect. We're all going to hang out, yeah. show him the city, show him Canada, get some poutine, see some Canadian strippers. I don't know. They're not that impressive. Uh, and then Saturday's the show. Monday is the recovery from the show. Sunday. Or Sunday, Sunday is the recovery from the show. <clears throat> and then we'll have a bit of time uh, to hang on Monday. And we'll ship him back off to uh, the States. 
That would be probably it for me. Yeah. Friday, Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. Sunday. Yeah. yeah. It'll be, I don't, like, I don't have anything planned other than the live show, obviously. Well, we just planned some. Sure. I'm, I'm sure that. We got to get on top of that. If it's as booked up as you think it is, because like. I'll try and book specifically that, yeah, but I'm, I mean more like uh, uh, shit that viewers or listeners will be able to enjoy as well. Okay. I'm sure we'll end up doing something besides just the show. Well, I'm sure we have all we'll day Sunday. Stream until 10 a.m. the next day, like yeah. we did last year. Sure. By we, I mean Brandon. Brandon knows it to so a lot Brand- of people. Okay, it's yeah. perfect. Brando will take it till 10 a.m. Uh, the rest we- of us will crash, and then we'll come take him off again. <laughs> we'll just keep it going. <laughs> Don't uh, actually commit us to that, people, because it's probably not going to happen. Whatever happens, happens. <laughs> it's going to be weird. Uh, Brando can't be here. He sent me a text, though, that said, and I quote, tell the people I will make it up to them on the live stream. There you go. So, hopefully he drinks the night through. Fellas. Yeah, Matt. Merry Christmas to you. Happy post-Star Wars launch. Oh, yeah. I'm glad we're here. I saw that movie on the weekend. Without... There won't be any spoilers here. Saying too much. Yeah, of course, of course, of course. Are you positive on it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm positive on Star Wars. Like, that was a fast positive. You're pretty positive on it. Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty positive, I'd say. Okay. Yeah. I've uh, avoided pretty much anything that even remotely sounds like somebody talking about this, mm. but uh, pretty much everyone who I've heard who's who's seen it, and from the little that I've heard in the media, everyone's saying it's, like, some people are saying it's better than episode four, five, and six, which is a crazy statement. But I mean... It, it, they, they picked the right director to get it off the ground. Sure. So. It's, uh, it's not dated in the ways that 4, 5, and 6 are. I mean, they're 40-year-old movies at this point. So 4, I've, 5, and 6 aren't dated. They are a little dated. Started watching A New Hope. Yes. That's I episode got, 4. I only got like an hour into it, and I'm pretty much watching it as like a new person watching it. Because I thought I did see it, but like I'm seeing these scenes, and I'm like, I don't remember any of this. <laughs> and like Star Wars is the thing where you know you've seen it. Yeah. Or not, or at least remember these scenes. Yeah, so I'm watching it, like, clean and new. Not really clean, because, like, I sort of had kind of, like, a negative feeling towards it. Sure. Is that, a the, fault? Is that the prequel's fault? Like, no. where, where does this stem from? Because, um, <clears throat> actually, I, the only one I actually do remember positively seeing was episode one. Ooh. And Ooh, I liked episode Boy. one. All right, if you liked episode one, every single other episode is just fucking... It's an Oscar-worthy contender <laughs> compared to that one. So, yeah. Episode so, one's, you know. So I'm watching New Hope, and, like, it is, it's definitely a product of its time. Uh, as far as, like, uh, cinematography goes and directing and whatever, because, like, these action scenes are the worst. But it's not. I realized like it, it, it was made in what seventy seven, yeah, and without CGI, <laughs> without and green screens, and yeah, and so I'm thinking, and and I like all the old James Bond movies, and this reminds me of the old James Bond movies, and I know these are kind of not meant to be ironic, <laughs> like like Austin Powers was or whatever, but. They are really funny to watch. Yeah, because, like vi- victim of the time, like Indiana yeah. Jones. To go watch that first Indiana Jones now, like that movie is laughable. Like it, it, no, it's, it's, a, it's a parody. They're it's a, still awesome. It's yeah. good, but it's a parody of itself in a way. Yeah, it's a, it's a parody of well, all Wars, those movies that came later, right? Star Wars in particular, because that is such like the biggest. That's not how that works. 
I know it's not how it works. It, <laughs> it is all the tropes of the genre, which weren't tropes at the time. Because yeah, that's because yeah, that's them. the those are the movies that created like everything else after exactly it. but to go back and watch them now you're like oh this is cheesy action all over it one liners yeah. here and there like oh yeah and like terrible kind of terrible acting yeah and like oh, star yeah. whites like, and fucking, yeah like weird <laughs> cinematography weird, like, weird transitions and <laughs> yeah. stuff oh man it's weird and then there's this one part where it's them in the desert this is early in the movie but uh, like it's a tatooine okay and like Anytime they're like, okay, well, we need to get to this place. It's like wipes into a picture of that fucking speeder just speeding yeah. <laughs> and then wipes again. I'm like, okay. Yep. But uh, it, it, sure. like, I am sort of trying to get over that because, I, again, like, I realize it's part of the time, a product of the time. But what I'm sort of realizing is that, like, this is the very first, like, entry into this vast, like, Sprawling like universe, bigger than the Mass Effect universe. Some might say, arguably bigger than the Mass Effect universe. And I got someone flying in from Chicago on January the 9th who's going to argue the shit out of that. <laughs> I and I just realized like this is the beginning of a of of like a, a saga. Yeah, totally. And so I'm kind I kind of appreciating it for that. Like I sort of I know what most of the twists and turns are going to be, but I'm actually interested in seeing. What happens? It and as as a new watcher, I'm in my head. I'm kind of thinking like, okay, when people were watching this in '77, like they had no idea what this would turn out to be. Yeah, and that's the craziest part, right? Especially since you sit down in the theater to watch Star Wars back in the day, and you're like, first thing you see, Episode Four. It was. Do they? It wasn't Episode Four back in the day. Yeah, it was. No, it, it never was. Yes, it, it never was. was. It was I, always branded as I'm, Episode Four. I'm gonna fact check that. I, I'm fact 99% check it all sure you that's want. Wrong. Fact check it all I, you I want. I think that's that's wrong too. But like, I'm. I was are... interested in. What the hell was that? I'm interested in like that, and also I think I'm watching like an enhanced edition where they'll add, they add like CG Jab of the Hut or whatever, and a lot of different like effects. So I'm also kind of curious as to how. It was originally. I'm not really going to go back and check it out, but it's just something I was thinking about while I was watching. When the film was originally released in 1977, it was simply referred to as Star Wars. Though supposedly George Lucas had intended to include Episode Four and A New Hope in the opening crawl, a 20th Century Fox didn't let him do it. So there you go. it wasn't until one of the special editions that they added or until Episode, four, episode Five came out, A New Hope. Sure, but when that movie debuted in theaters, it was not episode four. But, I mean... So it was just Star it, Wars. The intention of George Lucas was to have it episode four. I, sure. I mean, it's easy to say that 30 years after the fact, I guess. <laughs> it's just, it was just Star Wars? It was just Star Wars. Uh, young Mark Hamill. Yeah. I'm watching him, and I'm like, yeah. this is the man that grows up to be the yeah. Joker. This is the man that grows up to be everything else that he's actually super awesome in. Like, this guy's Which young. is weird because ninety percent of the people who who know who Mark Hamill is know him because of Star Wars. Yeah, Luke Skywalker. Yeah, he like he he had a great voice acting career. I don't really know what he went on to act in. Nothing as himself. Yeah, really nothing. It's it's kind of only been Star Wars. I think he had a quick cameo in the Kingsman. Sure. Yeah. Didn't he have? Uh, I think he had a cheesy, like, not really spy, but like uh, like he was like a, in a cop buddy cop sitcom in like the eighties. I think. No idea. But, uh, yeah, then Han Solo, they introduced Princess Leia. It's Han. Han Solo. What did I say? Han, Han Solo? Han. Han Solo? Han is, you what's, know, what's if he was from no, Japan. No, I think it is Han. 
They say Han. Do they? Yeah. Uh, I always said Han, and they, they call him Han. What's really this thing me. about that one scene in that, 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 uh, In the cantina. Yeah. yeah. Uh, where he's, he, it's him and that one. Greedo. 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 Yeah. And like, why is it, why is that like a thing? So. Because the, they shoot at the exact same time. In the original cut of the movie. Don't they? Do they? Don't they? What if Han shot before Greedo? What if Han no. fucking killed Greedo in this cold a, blood, this man? This is the one thing I recognize from fucking Reddit, of all places, is this one scene. And I, I, I was watching it closely. And like, they shoot at the exact same time. Well, if you slow it down frame by frame, which Star Wars nerds do, uh, uh, the original... Allegedly has hand shooting first. Han, Han. It's also weird Mr. because Solo. like they're like, as far as you and I, Kevin, and Han kills Greedo, and Greedo shoots off to this way or yeah. whatever. Well, it's because Han's Han a much better shot, right? But maybe Han shot first. He then- probably has the force. Listen. They they never come out and say that even in the new movies, they're not about saying this, but in the Star Wars universe, if anyone is remotely good at anything, they probably have the force. The force is working with them. Well, a little bit. Not yeah. enough to control it kind of thing, like Luke and, and the rest of the Jedi? Well, maybe they've never been trained as Jedi. Nah. But they're still Force, so... Can anybody have the Force? You should watch that new movie. Yeah, anybody can have the Force. It, ten- it tends, you know, like, Darth Vader was the most powerful Force user ever, and then his son was the most... Pa- like, it, it tends to stay in the bloodlines, kind of. Hmm. So far, anyways. I see. Um, this is like the time traveler's paradox of... How do I warn you about episode one and two? Oh, I'm, I'm you know, fully aware of one and two. changing the future. I'm fully aware of one and two and three. I think two's okay. I, I think two's pretty I'm pretty good. I think I, I'm pretty sure I saw two as well, because, like, hot off the heels of one, and I was stoked on one. Two and Weird. three, I thought, were, were decent. Like, three was definitely the best of the original, like, like of episode one, two, and three. Yeah. But I might like three more than I like four, five, or six. I, I kind of really like three. And that's partly because when you were just a young lad, yeah, a right three age. was probably the one that came out. A youngling. When you were like 13, 14 kind of thing. Yeah, formative years. Yeah. The perfect time. Hmm. But there are like some, like three is when like the lightsaber fights are at their fucking just craziest. Yeah. Three is like all about Jedi being some Jedi ass Jedi. This is before they were like figures of legend. This was back when they were fucking running on walls, when they were meeting attacks Dragon Ball Z style and huge explosions were kicking off. Like three's three's pretty good. I am actually looking forward to finishing like watching these movies and finishing them. Yeah. You want- if only to see this new one because I hear this new one is really good. Yeah. I, I really like it. I've heard some spoilers. Not sure if they're true, but whatever. I'm, uh, I don't really I'm care. I'm glad that I haven't heard any spoilers. Like, I don't even know what the plot is. Like, I don't know anything about yeah. it. Yeah, good. That's that's how I went into it, and I think that's the best. Because they... But I'm worried because I probably am not going to see it for at least another week. Maybe two. Yeah. So... I think you'll be okay. Even, like, th- 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 there's no real spoiler. I mean, there is. There is that spoiler. Like, you fucking dick. Now I don't need to see the movie. <laughs> but, like, whatever. All the little tidbits you've heard. Yeah. What, they're not super key on a random nsfw subreddit that i was looking at yeah i was reading through the comments and all of a sudden a star wars spoiler popped up i'm like you fucking pieces of shit yeah like, welcome you, to the internet yeah it's a terrible place i guess uh so yeah i guess you need to that's why what you, you look at that's why you see that shit opening week like you just get it it's like game of thrones you can't put off watching game of thrones it's gonna get ruined for you yeah 
Um, are you going to watch just the straight up, like, as intended, episode one, two, three? Are you going to watch any of the the various fan edits? No, just one, two, three. As, as intended? Three, four, uh, four, five, six. One, two, three. One, two, three. Yeah, and I'm watching them cinematic release. Yeah. Okay. Apparently there's a fan edit out there where they replace every scene with Jar Jar. Yeah, we talked about that last week. Oh, did we? With, like, subtitles. Yeah. And it's a lot less That's one I watched. Yeah. They took a lot of the Jar Jar out. So there's this whole subplot in one where they go to this, like, underwater city. Yeah, and that's where he's from. Yeah. They take all of that out, <laughs> and, like, that, this is not a bad movie, you know? I wasn't so offended by Jar Jar. No, at the time, I wasn't either, but I was the age yeah. that it was targeting. But, like, going back and watching it, it's just like, what the fuck? Like, ugh. Especially, two is when it... it uh, like, three, it's pretty self-serious. Two, it's kind of getting there. One, it does it. It's a whatever. It's, you know, kids having fun, racing cars. Yeah. Jar Jar's being zany. One person dies, and it's Qui-Gon, and he doesn't really die, so it's fine. Does he not die? I mean, he turns into a Force ghost, oh. you know. But, I mean, all Jedi turn into Force ghosts. Yeah, so. uh, man. Maybe you should see this new movie. Oh, shit. Uh, it's good. I really like it. Yeah, I like Star Wars. This, this I was a little worried that uh, if this movie came out and was bad, that this might you know we wouldn't see a bunch of new. St- we wouldn't see another Jedi Academy game, say, or you know maybe another stab at Battlefront in a few years. Like you thought that this was the make or break. Yeah, totally. Total. Like Star Wars games are in kind of a, there, there hasn't been a good one in a really long time. You know what I'm fingers crossing for for the next four to five years because of this movie. Uh, an open world Star mm-hmm. Wars game, Knights mm-hmm. Knights of the Old Republic style. No, I mean Knights of the Old Republic is an open world RPG. No, Star Wars nothing game. like that game. Never no. played it. Okay, yeah. You know Baldur's Gate. Yeah, it's like that, but with Star Wars. Oh, that's lame. No, that's fucking dope. I'm talking like so good. I'm talking like Fallout Four, but with Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. that'd be lame. That'd be super cool. I am prepared to like Star Wars. Good. There's a lot to like. Yeah. There, there, uh, I wish you guys had seen it. There's like some cool, like some interesting new force powers. But I mean, and stuff even really if we would have seen about. it, you couldn't have spoiled it on yeah, the show. No, no, but there's just yeah. some new, there's just some, you know, some new stuff in that universe that I would like to talk about. You know, new ships, new, uh, new shit that we have become familiar with, but it's changed. Mm. There's a good new, force. Oh, power. so there's like there's a, good a modified. Millennium Falcon has got a little bit of got Come a spoiler on. on it. Fucking grow Maybe up. A spoiler, yeah. That's got Sp- tires that spin. Yeah, rims. That's what I'm talking about. What else you get up to? Anything? I did. I didn't play many games this week. No. It's just kind of, this, this show is kind of just a little holiday check-in, to be yeah. honest. Like, it's it's getting busy around here. I mean, I, di- I did play Tomb Raider, but there's not much more I can say about Tomb Raider. That like, game apparently comes out in January on PC. Yeah. You, uh, allegedly. You look forward to it? Uh, you shouldn't be, it's good I'm not, like, I'll play it for sure yeah. I'm not super, I've never been big on Tomb Raider, you know But they're still fun games, yeah. like, in a way, like, Uncharted's are fun Totally It's like, it's like Fallout, you know, they're fun games, maybe they're just not for me I'll still play it, see what it is Yeah, um, as far as that goes, and I was really banking on, like, these two games being, like, game of the year Tomb Raider and... Fallout Okay I can't I believe I... I am the only one out of the four of us who got into Fallout as much as I did. Oh, we don't know Fallout. Brando. That might be the reason Brando's not true, here. Yeah. So he's just fucking like <laughs> balls deep in the wasteland. I think I'm gonna nominate Metal Gear Solid Five as Game of the Year. Yeah, yeah. 
I think that's my funny, favorite game. Funny how that is going to play year. out that way. It's also <laughs> Which is fucking weird. Most disappointing game yeah. of the year. Yeah. You know? Anyways. It's going to be a weird game of the year talk this it, year. It is. It is. It is. Uh, I did a escape room. Those are... Uh, I, I, what, are, what do you call those? Puzzle rooms? Uh, yeah, I don't. It's so. It's like a. It's a real. It's a physical space that you that someone has designed that you go into, and they have all sorts of things like puzzles and you know Locks hidden, hidden doors, and hidden and things, false bottoms on drawers, yep. and and you basically. Uh, there was a flash game series a really long time ago called Escape the Room. And you would just start in a room and have to, you know, ah, click the mirror, and it turns out I can move the mirror, and there's a key, and that key opens the drawer, and in the drawer there's, you know, and it just keeps yeah, going. It's so, kind of like that, but in real life. Yeah, so, like, this is very much so a thing that I've only played in video games, but that, being able to do this, it was really fun. Did you escape the room? No. We came up short. We came up three clues short. What was oh, the so, wow. What was the setting? What was the room? Okay, so, one of our friends is a bank manager. And she got kidnapped and oh is boy. being ransomed off. Okay. Us, Amber and I, and two of her friends, mm-hmm. Stephanie and Garrett, uh, as intrepid detectives, we have tracked her down to this one room. Unfortunately, the trail's we, gone cold. The trail's gone cold, <gasps> so we have to we have to look for clues and investigate and just generally detective this place to 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 kind of move on. Um. Fortunately, the kidnappers will probably be back in 45 minutes-ish. Oh, boy. <laughs> exactly 45 minutes, it turns out, according yep. to this convenient clock on the wall. Exactly. Shit. So, then he, he sort of lets us loose. It's a dark room. Like, the ambiance of this, one of the biggest things that I wa- that I was iffy about with these rooms was, like, the immersiveness to it. Yeah. Because I was ready to play all along, but if, like... If they didn't offer a sort of like an environment where I could play along, where I felt yeah. foolish if about it was playing just like along. plywood and yeah. like this stack of bricks is a filing cabinet. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I it would have killed it for me, but it was very immersive. Um, so the he had us out in that main in the main lobby of their their shop, and he's like he's explaining the rules: don't break anything, don't force anything, yada yada yada. Uh, and I'll put on these blindfolds, and we'll walk you to your room. So already blindfolds, I'm not able to see anything. I'm already uneasy. Anyways, he walks us in, and he's like, "All right, take off your blindfolds. We are in a dark room, a dark fucking room." And he's like, "Kate, four of you with these two flashlights have to investigate this room to look for your friend." And it was, was your cool. was your friend one of the people with you? No, or no, just, just, okay, okay. That's yeah. the scenario. Five of you then with two flashlights, right? Four of us. Okay, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. 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 All right. Um, it was good. They had like music playing that kind of added to the thing. I don't know if they timed it like how they needed to time it, or it, probably you know, if they you bothered. Know, Twenty but, minutes left. The music picks up a little bit or something. Okay. Yeah. yeah maybe. Sure. Yeah. So that was cool. So yeah, very fun, and. Uh, so they he he gave us our first hint, like you. There's a button on the wall. If you're if you're spending too much time, you can call in for a hint, right? And he gave us our first hint. Check out these picture frames on the wall. Uh, they will um, help you with your first clue. But so the, to describe the room, there's just like there's a bouquet. It's it's kind of sparsely uh, f- furnished, but there's like a chair. There's a chair where 
there's uh, a broken chain on, assuming that's where people were chained up or whatever. And there's like a few cabinets. There's a few bookshelves. There's a poster. There's posters and pictures on the wall. And like, so I'm already looking at it because I'm already analyzing stuff and yeah, looking you know. looking behind posters type of shit. <clears throat> uh yeah, and um, just poking into things. There's a curtain that's cordoned off the thing, and I'm like, oh, I don't want to look behind there just yet because it's dark <laughs> and I'm scared. Um, so we're we're examining these picture frames, and we fi- we see a three digit number, and that corresponds to one of the padlocks on a bookshelf cupboard door okay so it's that sort of idea you guys have played something yeah sure but it it was really fun and like one of the things uh one of the clues opened up this briefcase which gave gave us like these articles like newspaper articles which i think they throw in a bunch of red herrings to kind of make you dwell on things to like you know Try to sell some clues that really aren't there yeah. to sort of waste your time because a lot of this stuff was. But these articles were actually interesting and they gave a little bit of like flavor to what we, what I was doing. And again, like that adds to the immersiveness, which I really appreciated. Even though it distracted you enough that you lost the game. Yeah. I well, did, that made me lose the game. <clears throat> Figured so. So that's good. <laughs> Carry on. So there's this uh, one moment where we found a key to unlock a picture that was on hinges, but it, <gasps> it was locked. So like we obviously knew we knew to that needed that was one of our je- objectives. So once we opened it up, it was actually like a window into the next room, and so Amber climbs up and sort of pokes through, and with her flashlight, she's, she's like, "I can see a box. It's lit up by this like." plug in nightlight or whatever and she's looking around and then like to her left she looks and then there's like a dummy like a mannequin which scares the shit <laughs> out of her which was pretty awesome <laughs> and then like um after a little bit of a little bit more investigation she sees oh there's a there's like a, a trap door hidden or a trap door there and here we go we move the bookcase and there's a trap door hidden behind that's hmm. fucking cool yeah yeah there's I had a uh, lot of fun it's cool that you saw that. There's um, so when the Oculus Rift first came out, there's a video of these guys who have built this room, and they just have uh, it's just like plywood, you know, boxes and things, and they have little tracking dots everywhere. So the Oculus Rift it has front facing cameras; it can it can see where they are, and uh, it's basically doing the exact same thing, but it's using the 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 Rift to create that immersiveness. So you are fumbling around plywood and and you know cheap shitty stuff, but it's projecting all that stuff and they were doing things like uh it's dark in here and only one of you has a torch so they're like throwing the torch back and forth between each other that's pretty cool like that stuff seems dope you have a rift you have a backpack that the the thing running it goes in and then you go off on this grand adventure in this empty warehouse basically yeah but there's you know physical obstacles in there to add to the the immersive that you just end up tripping over. Well, no, you can see them, and they are rendered. In, they're rendered in the game. Oh, that's fucking cool. Yeah, so it's like <laughs> in, cool. in real life, there is this, uh, you know, half a foot drop or whatever in the in the warehouse. In the rift, it's a two hundred foot deep chasm. So you know, you, you stick your like arm down or whatever, and you can't feel the floor. It's like, oh my god, <laughs> this is really here. That's neat. Yeah, I think we. Sh- I think that's a million dollar idea. How about VR? How about VR? Any, any more in this mystery room that you guys want to talk about? No. Okay. I didn't make it to one. We went to do one one time, and I didn't know I was lactose intolerant at this point, and ate a huge thing of cheese nachos and got sick on the way. Didn't make it. Can you explain? Because I'm super interested in, the, in this concept and would like to do more, but I'd like to... So uh, the one we had was 
We walked in, and the floor was all sand, and there were a couple puzzles on the walls. So first thing we're obviously doing is like... What's the scenario? Did they give you a scenario? Uh, it was something along... It was This was a couple, like a year and a half ago kind of thing, so it's kind of rusty. But uh, I think it was nine people went to like a beach house kind of thing, and that's where the sand came from. And eight of them ended up dead, and one of them disappeared, and we had to find out who the killer was. So uh, there were some puzzles on the walls that we had to get through, and once we got through the puzzles, we uh, found a screwdriver in a lockbox, and we used the screwdriver to take the heating vent off of the wall, and behind the wall was another clue. And then eventually we found a switch that opened up a hidden passageway in the wall that we walked in behind and, and found some clues in there. Uh, and then eventually we got through another door into like an office looking area with a desk and a computer and we had to use the clues in the hallway room to figure out where these people were from and where they had meet where they met each other. Uh, the reason we lost was because one of the people who we went with uh, said when we were researching the entire room for the clue that we missed, because we had clearly missed a clue, he searched the, this one half of the desk while I searched the other half of the desk, and I took the drawers out, flipped them upside down, looked underneath them and everything, and did everything I could to see where this clue was. He apparently opened the drawer that, I mean, when I looked in it after the game was over and the the marshal came in and said, well, you missed this clue right here. I mean, it was a desk drawer with a very obvious false bottom in it. Oh. Like, there was probably an inch and a half of room in this desk drawer. And he's like, no, that one's clear. Moving on. <laughs> how do you not, like? And how do you not look for the false bottom on the drawer? Like, Especially the first when, thing, you open every drawer, drawer check for false bottom. Like, you check the obvious shit first. You open the drawer, and there isn't even room to put, like, a stapler in this drawer because it's so narrow. <laughs> Completely like, unrealistic. There's no depth to this drawer whatsoever. And he's just like, nope, moving on. <laughs> oh, South Point. <laughs> so, yeah, that was the one we did. Uh, that's the only one I've done so far. So, if we do manage to do it on uh, the weekend, mm -hmm. that... I think that'll be super fun. Yeah, we got, with, we got like, a lot of options, too. And a, lot, a lot of new rooms, apparently, now. The yeah, there's like three places, three yeah. or four places in the city now that do it. It's pretty crazy. It's like, it's kind of nuts how booked up it is already. Even for that weekend? Yeah, like even, even, for, even for almost three weeks from now. Shit. We'll figure something out. Okay. Uh, why, what, speaking of VR... Speaking of VR, I walked in, and you're like, hey, check this yep, out. you walked in, and just a headset fell over your eye, like, ah, oh, what's going on? And then you were suddenly in VR. Oh, that was awesome. Yeah. I got the, I was uh, actually very impressed. I got the Samsung Gear VR, the, the, that's the one you gotta plug a phone into. It actually uses the phone as the, the display, and it's basically a fancy thing with two, uh, lenses. It's pretty crazy, like, how well it runs off of just that phone. Yeah. The, uh... So... This headset, compared to all the other headsets, uh, except maybe the PlayStation 1, uh, this one doesn't have positional tracking, which means that you can turn your head, you can look up and down, but you cannot move forwards and backwards or side to side. 
it, it's not able to detect that uh it isn't tethered to anything it's it, there's no cables there's nothing like you put the phone in and away you go it doesn't have to plug into a computer doesn't have to plug into Maybe some earphones yeah, so head, the, does the thing itself have a battery, or does it run off the phone completely? It runs off the phone, but there is a like a pass through. You can plug in the headset, and it will not kill your battery. No. It'll use the power. Uh, it's like VR light is how I think of it. I was kind of hesitant to show it off when you guys got here, uh, just because. I don't think it makes the strongest first impression. Hey man, VR. Jupiter was cool as hell. You know. <laughs> Like the, the 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 screen dooring is maybe a little bad. You can kind of see the pixels because it is just that phone display blown up. Uh, when you try to do the like, I'm gonna watch this video of the Super Bowl or whatever. Like it's real real footage. Yeah, it starts to break down pretty fast. I feel like you're like oh, this doesn't look very good. And this just looks like kind of shitty quality video. Uh, when you're doing like the the animated stuff, I think that thing is fucking cool as hell. I. They haven't really done anything like I you know I threw some rings on some uh I played the carnival ring toss game in VR I threw some rings on some rocket ships I tried that it was weird. like I couldn't yeah it is weird that that thing is not maybe the the best for showing off games it's cool to have some videos on there and look around and see the 3d uh there's a thing that, that, so they they have Netflix on there which is you know they they uh, put you in a whatever you want a virtual movie theater and they project it up on the screen and whatever like it's actually kind of cool I was watching Avengers 2 in the movie theater and like looked over and was for a second surprised not to see anyone beside me and like oh right 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 <laughs> and uh, because they render in that thing specifically they render your character sitting in kind of the you know the position you probably are if you're sitting in a computer chair it's how you're sitting uh, there was a moment where I looked down and my hand was in the perfect position that it was rendered in and then I moved my hand in real life, but the hand in VR didn't move, yeah. and it was totally like the schism. It it, it it's mind indescribable. You. It feels like it must be how it feels to have a stroke. It's like something is wrong. I don't know what, but I need to take this off my head right now. Like it's immediately this the sensation of like uh, I, uh, it's indescribable and and really strange. But for a second there. I was like, oh shit, my hand. Like, it was even... The fingers and everything were in the exact same position, I swear to God. And it was just, you know, just sitting in the movie theater. Looked over, there's no one beside me. Like, what the fuck is it? Hey. Oh yeah, right. I'm, found it. Oliver just found his knife that he lost. Yep. Uh, it's a weird thing. It's super weird. The Samsung Gear VR. And VR in general. This is my first, like, hands-on with it. It's my first hands-on with it, too. Yeah. But it was like... And it, it was... It was like rudimentary, rudimentary. Yeah, for sure. And kind of rough, and probably not like the best indication on how this is going to turn out. But it was good enough for me to be like, "Fuck yes." <laughs> There's a lot of points for that thing to fail too, where uh, because this lens is projecting the screen, if you get dust on the lens, you're fucked. If you get like I have a scratch on one side of my phone, that I'm sure uh, makes it tougher to see. There's a lot of points for that Gear VR thing to fail. Now, I didn't do much on it. I played this one weird game. What is it called? Gone? Gone. Gone. Yeah, it's like and a kind of point-and-click adventure almost. Yeah, and it's sort of like uh, FMV-ish. Because yeah. it's like a full-motion video of this little girl in this forest. And I didn't really get far in it. I didn't really know what I was doing. Um, And then, like, I did this weird thing where I was swimming with a whale shark or a big blue, blue whale. Sure. And I couldn't really do much. And it was, like, shittily, like... 
bad graphics. Yeah, and stuff. that's like the Telus world. That's like the the space and science center. T- yeah. Type of like, th- these are the animals of the ocean. And I did Temple Run. Where Temple Run really impressed me, and I guess this is what VR is all about, is like, I keep running, but I'd look to my left or, or my right or behind me, and I could see the monsters chasing me. Mm-hmm. That was neat. Yeah. I didn't know how to control it, and I died, like, on the first jump. It's but... A- <clears throat> like it's a tough to, thing to show off, and there's no I, I haven't I don't have like that one thing I can show people yet where yeah uh, it, it makes that sense of presence, and you're just like oh, I I understand what VR is trying to do. Like you kind of only get it in fits and spurts. It feels like with that thing. I liked being able to just look around freely. Yeah, yeah. I think like the the interface. I think is it has a the Gear VR headset has a like a little trackpad, a D pad style trackpad on the side that you're tapping to click. And, like, I, now that I've used it for a little bit, I think that thing is, like, super intuitive. You look at whatever you want, and you tap it, and it clicks in. Even, like, putting text in is is faster than a controller, I felt. Easier to just pick up and get. I, I, I imagine it's a lot like being Cyclops yeah, from the X-Men. Definitely. You just That's look at something, press the button. actually how I feel every time, because you're tapping right on the side. <laughs> I-beam shooting out. Uh, yeah, it's neat. Um... I don't know. I wish there was something that you could show me that I, would like. I wish it was. I'm, I'm kind of saving that. I want to save that till I get a, something you know a little more high fidelity. Yeah. Something that that will will blow everyone away. But it was. It was neat. Yeah, I'm gonna bring it to my parents' place for Christmas. You know, I'm gonna get. Uh, there, there's a couple games on there. I'm gonna get to keep talking and nobody explodes. That's one where the guy or gal wearing the headset sees a bomb that only they see, and everyone else has a big paper bomb defusal manual. I'm like, ah, oh, it's, it's got four buttons, uh, three wires, the second one is blue, and you okay, so the second one's blue, so you, you know, rip through the manual, and, and then we work together, if the four people or five people who have the manual work together to try and get that person to defuse the bomb. Do you yeah. have that? No, no, no. Oh. I don't, I don't have the, I don't have a printer to print the manual. Oh, I see. I do have it on my phone, I just gotta print it off. Uh, but, you know, we'll play that. I'm gonna bring it for the holidays, we'll see how it goes. Great. Uh, it's, you know, it's VR light. It's only, and it's only a hundred bucks. So I felt okay about picking that thing up to play with. It hurt your eyes, Kevin. Yeah, it. Uh, and Eads told me right when I put it on, he's like, "Make sure you like don't touch the lens at all." Yeah. And of course, the first thing that happens is I touch the lens. They're they're really really close, and the way you think you should put it on, the way you put a hat on, because uh, it has these straps that go over your head. Yeah. Yeah, you think you should put it on like a hat, where you kind of like <laughs> get it on your head and then flip it down. But then uh, the lenses, because they're so close, they drag across your hair or your yeah. eyebrows yeah. or your eyelashes. And as soon as you get a smudge on one of those lenses, it's totally fucked. Yeah, I think it's more like ski goggles where you have yeah to- yeah put it put it on your face and then pull the the head strap yeah. Yeah. around. But I mean, ski goggles you can put on like a hat too. Yeah, that's it's true not like too. your head will explode if you. No, <laughs> but yeah, we think that maybe that's why it it messed with my eyes so much because I put it on and I was I was in that thing for a couple minutes and my eyes started hurting and then as soon as I took it off, uh, my eyes were watering for like five minutes and they wouldn't stop. That's crazy. So I think you might just be a wimp. You get your VR and you know I think up. I think that is probably going to happen to a significant number of people when they get into this VR field because. The the image is so close to your eyes, yeah. That some people like your eyes just can't handle it. Well, that's the the thing too with this. Like the screen is a lot lower resolution than the Rift mm-hmm. or or the Vive, and the, because you can see the pixel, your eye wants to focus on that pixel. But at the same time, because you're looking 
past the image itself. Like it's 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 yeah. weird, and it it doesn't take much to break. Unfortunately, like you get it on the wrong angle or like a little smudge on the screen, and and it just it, it snaps you right back out. Of it. But I wonder if that's going to be like uh, like when the Oculus or whatever the fuck the the like high def VR like the top of the line one when it comes out. Yeah, I wonder if that's going to be like a legitimate warranty issue they're going to have to deal with. Like, I bought it thinking it would work, and I can't wear it because it hurts my eyes. I think you're, like, buyer beware. I think you if you if you buy it... See, I don't know. Because there's, there's a lot of at things... At that with... point, they might be forced to take it back because... It seems like they have Your product their is built causing in. me medical issues, Yeah, so well, I can't use it. So every app in the store is rated by how likely it is to make you motion sick. <laughs> like, that, all that stuff is uh, huge concerns with VR. It doesn't take much for your brain to just yeah, make, freak out. Like, I don't get motion sick ever. I've never gotten motion sick in my life, and there were a couple times where, uh, like, I had to peel that fucking headset off because... Something goes wrong, it moves, the camera moves when you're not expecting it, and it just... <laughs> it's cool. I wish it was maybe a little uh, a little sharper, you know? I knew yeah. what I was buying. It, uh... But, I mean, like you said, it's uh, yeah. 100 bucks. Yeah. You're getting what you're yeah, paying exactly. for. exactly. I'm not, like, this is not VR, fellas. I'm not hanging my hat on the Gear VR. This is VR for kids. This is baby stuff. The big boys are coming. That's that's what got that's what has me so excited because like I put this on, and I was already impressed. Yeah. Then and it's just running off your goddamn phone. I cannot wait to see what the Oculus oh, Rift, the PlayStation VR, have Gran in store. Turismo, fucking sitting in the cockpit of a super high def car. You know, any 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 anything where you're in a cockpit. We're gonna get a racing wheel. Yes, I'll buy a fucking. I'll get way into racing games <laughs> if they're on the Rift. Yes, I will. That would be pretty cool. What'd you get up to, Kev? You uh, playing anything you want to talk about here? Or, um, or, or did? Yeah. Played a little more Witcher. Yeah. How you, how you doing? Uh, I turned it down to dummy difficulty. Perfect. Because Great. I'm not a fan of the combat at all. That's fair. But You know? Uh, I mean, so far, I mean, I'm... Getting, I'm getting into the Crones storyline. Oh yeah, and that's actually, Fuck yeah. that's actually pretty cool from from where I am so far. So, have you uh, had to make any like faction choices yet? Uh, I burned a tree down. Okay, yeah. So you cho- chose to help the Crones or yeah, help yeah. that fucking allegedly that thing that, that may thing or may under not the have hill. Fucking, Did yeah. you help the thing under the hill? No, that thing is dead. Okay. Yeah, fuck that thing. I'm interested. I made the other choice. Oh, really? I'm interested to see if that has an effect on the ending it's, or not. It seemed like it does. Well, whatever. A lot of the choices it seemed that I made, it seemed like the dialogue didn't even care. Because mm. there's there's a couple options where it was like, okay, I want to talk about this or this, and they're two totally different things. I pick the one, hey, where's Siri, and it completely disregards that and just goes into the second one. Like, hey, shut up. You're not supposed to be talking about that. You should have picked the second option. We're going to talk about it anyway. I mean, that's 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 life, man. You're like, yo, I'm, I want to talk about this thing. I'm looking for this person, whatever. There's going to be people like, I don't, I don't want to talk about that. Fuck you. Let's talk about whatever. But Let's talk about Gwent. Let's e- talk about what matters. Even with the Crones one, where I 
killed the thing under the tree. Yeah. The first thing the crone said to me when I got back to them was, well, even though you betrayed us, I guess we'll still give you what you wanted. You did betray. Them I'm like, I once. did exactly what you told me to do, bitch. No, the first you are you already fucked with. Them. This is you making it right with the crones. You had to get them. You had to get them that ear, right? Yeah, yeah. The the pre ear. Did you help the girl? I don't want to get too deep into this because whoever <laughs> played the game, listen. You help a little girl, and by you helping the little girl, that is you betraying the crones because the crones want that girl. But then you get the ear, and you and that gives you the chance to make it up to them. It's very convoluted. I didn't help a girl. The crone. There was no little girl in my to. story. I think you had to help the little girl at some point. Uh, are you talking about the boy? Oh, maybe it was a boy. I honestly don't Whose remember. Whose voice you got back? Oh, yeah, Johnny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, is that the guy you're talking Why'd about? Why'd you betray? Yeah. Because I, I don't think... Like, Johnny's great. He when talks, I met the crone, the about first thing poops. they told me to do was go kill this being in the tree, and I did it. And I, then they I called mean, me a betrayer. No, when... When I played it, it all made sense. I don't know. It didn't make any I, sense to me. But I skipped the entire first zone. I didn't okay, do any of the quests maybe. in there. That, so. I don't know if that ties in. Like, I don't know. Maybe you did end up in some weird configuration where you can still do the quest, but they reference things you haven't done. Yeah. That seems unlikely at this point. Like, yeah, it seems like, like they'd have patched it by now. But. I, I had absolutely no idea what they were talking about. And it's been no, a couple fair. times that... Read the... Uh, you can always read the journal if you want. They just give you like a little summary yeah, in there of what has happened in the game specifically, which is nice. It's not like, ah, oh, here's this character... shit that you don't care about. Yeah, they just give you the tidbits what you need to know. Yeah. I really like that game. I really like the crones. Some good character design. Yeah, so I've been playing that. Uh, for those of you who tuned into the Paris sale, to the yeah, mm-hmm. Periscope, Periscope, mm-hmm. yeah, Paris crap sale. that we. Uh, it was like five minutes. You don't even need to talk about. Put it. on the old don't inter- even acknowledge internet it. before. It's a bonus. Uh, been playing some Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. Yeah, it's, uh, how's that? I heard there were mobile. Game. I heard there were episode seven spoilers in that game, so uh, didn't maybe watch. Uh, well, out. there's characters in the game, mm. but I've heard there whether or not you can don't, consider it don't a spoiler. Read, don't, read, is, don't read their bios. Oh really? Yeah. Oh shit. That's my advice. Hmm. <laughs> but yeah, so I've been playing that, and it's pretty fun. I think I'm going to throw some money at it because I like throwing money at things. Sure. Speaking of throwing money at things, the time to get back into the Old Republic has never been better. Oh, really? They're giving uh, a free level 60 boost. I made a level 60 Jedi. (laughs) Jedi Shadow, I think. Because they're giving a free boost of 60 so that everybody can play that new expansion they came out with, which allegedly is practically... like they, they, They stripped out most of the MMO bullshit. Oh, really? Apparently, yeah. Apparently, it's just a real solid... Uh, a, a return to Bioware storytelling has been called. So you just walk from one room to another, and every room has a different person, and just plot dumping to pretty, you. Pretty much, yeah. Make dialogue choices. Yeah, you know your your, your companions will live or die based on your choices. Hmm. They give you that first chapter for free. I think there's they're doing like a, it's episodic. They're doing a chapter a month until June or something. Is this game still pay to play? It is free to play with pay to play options. Yeah, okay. Yeah, um, that first chapter is pretty good. Like I played the free trial of it, and I, like I haven't spent any money, uh, just the free shit. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I'm. I don't know. Fifteen bucks to you know maybe see that stuff. Uh, the thing is, I should wait until it's finished. Yeah, and then pay the month, and then try and just blaze through it in a month. Because you'll probably get through it in one solid Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, the first chapter, I think, took me maybe like uh, 
45 minutes to an yeah, hour. Yeah, exactly. So it was good stuff, though. Real good stuff. And I really like Star Wars now more than ever. <laughs> but I Me mean, too. Yeah, the Old here, Republic, here. it. The story part of the Old Republic, at oh, least the one I was doing, stuff. was like this the Sith stuff because I think I was a Sith something or other. I don't even remember, but yeah, the story stuff was pretty cool. Yeah, the I really like a lot of the Old Republic. Like the Old Republic has uh, things that don't exist anywhere else in the Star Wars universe. They have like uh, Jedi, no Sith, Sith become Je- Jedi become Sith turned back again. Like we, the rules aren't as hard and fast in the game lore. Well, I mean, if the old republic and and some oh, of the other I stuff, I was going to say too. I was going to say an episode 6 spoiler, but then I realized I'm not allowed. Mm. The Force Unleashed is really good as well. That's the game that came out. Yeah. Well, they made two of them. The second one sucks. The first one though, man. I remember playing the first part of that uh-huh. game. You're Darth really Vader, cool. right? Yeah, and you're the killing most, Wookiees. Most powerful force user the world the, the galaxy's ever known. And then what if as he's killing the last of the Jedi a baby pulls the lightsaber out of his hands with the force. Because that's, that that's how dope with the force he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pulls the, the lightsaber out of Darth Vader's hands. A baby. A baby. Star and Killer. then Starkiller. There's What's a, his there's story? A, there's is, a, is that canon? No, to, oh. it's not, unfortunately. The story of him is uh, somewhere between three and four. Darth Vader took on a secret apprentice. Oh yes, right. Yeah, um, and there's a part later in that game where uh, he fucking pulls a star destroyer out of orbit with the Force and crashes it into the planet. Boy, is it just the best! Everybody should play Force Unleashed. I remember. I might play Force Unleashed. It's I <laughs> fucking love Force Unleashed. Getting, gonna get dick deep into yes. Star Wars. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, I love. Maybe Star Wars. after you get dick deep and realize how good it is, then you can go all the way for balls deep. Yeah. I love Star Wars. One step at a time. New lightsabers are sweet. New lightsaber designs always always fun. You know, the hilted one. Eh, say what you will. It's fun to see something new. I talked about the Darth Vader umbrella that Amber has, and it's Did designed. You? Yeah. It's, Did he? Yeah. Maybe a long time ago. I don't remember. What it's this. an umbrella she has. Okay. That like deploys, and it's a regular umbrella, but it has the handle of. Like Darth Vader's handle. Yeah, the and really, has, really long one because it's like two handles together. And it has like the red, like the shaft of the umbrella is red. Huh. Like Darth Vader's. Oh, Darth Vader's. Sorry, I was, I was thinking yeah. Darth Maul for some reason. So I'm um, like this handle, which is like they they say it's like a replica of Darth Vader's handle. Yeah, they're like, big. It's uncomfortable and stupid. I, it's, uh, <laughs> lightsabers don't weigh anything. Real lightsabers don't have a weight on the other end, so you want like that perfectly balanced. It's not the weight of it. It's just like the weird like notches and like and dials on it or whatever the hell they are. It's How like, else are you going to turn your lightsaber on? I get so, that. There needs to be a switch There's for a button sure. to turn on, and then I think there's supposed to be a thing where like if your fingers let off, it turns off so that... But also they throw it no, and yeah, it still stays on. It, yeah. So who fucking knows? It, I don't know. It was one of the things that I've never been like super into. Lightsabers are great. Lightsabers are cool. Lightsabers are so what? good. And every time they send a, a, a laser back, oh, it's the best. I fucking <laughs> love that. Yeah, that's neat. Like, I love Star Wars. Luke was practicing with like a shooter droid. Yeah. Trust your feelings. You know? How, how are you going to block those shots? You don't trust your feelings. And Obi-Wan's kind of cool. Yeah. Young Obi-Wan's even cooler. Yeah, I know. Even McGregor. Yeah, uh, Obi-Wan. Young Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan is dope. a lot cooler than old Obi-Wan. Old I, Obi-Wan I, is So, gangster. I I mean, if you could get old uh, old Ewan McGregor Obi-Wan, you'd have the best of both worlds. There's hope for that. 
Yeah, there's hope for that. There's a new hope for that. There's also another... I don't want to talk about Star Wars anymore after this, but there's also another... So the... the better Metal Gear. The Force Awakens <laughs> just came out. There's another set of movies coming out in between the Force Awakens trilogy. So we'll see episode 8 will be 2017. 2016, we're going to see Rogue One. Yeah, which is like some sort of smuggler storyline. Yeah. I think Rogue One was something about X-Wing pilots. Uh, I mean, Rogue, Rogue Squadron. One was I believe it was Luke's snowspeeder on Hoth was Rogue was One. Was that Rogue One? Okay. I, that doesn't sound right, but I mean it's true, it might not be right. Okay, okay, with, if it's right, it's right. right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh I didn't play any games. It's busy around here. I played I tried playing Dying Light before the game of the year. Uh, talks. Uh, everybody says that game is pretty good. I don't know. I granted have not really got into it at all. A couple hours, maybe. But I, which is that one that you guys said I had to play before the New Year show? Um, the Hayden Panettiere one. Until dawn. Until yeah, dawn. Probably, probably be a strong, strong uh, play yeah, for you before that the was show. A good game. Yeah. Game of the year. Think. Think about it. First runner up about it uh there's a uh you should you should watch one of any of the any major game website like kotaku or, or GameSpot or whatever has their like uh their their games that came out this year stinger they're like you know three minute trailer of just games that came out this year mm-hmm. and uh like watch it and realize how many incredible games came out this year yeah metal gear fallout witcher question mark rocket league bloodborne dying light some people would argue batman Tomb some people Raider, would argue batman all these the games are 1886 sure any i mean if you games. just want to throw shit into the mix uh, you can <laughs> a lot of games arc arc is that out or is that early access? I think that's early access. Uh, PC I is it's out for PC. Mm. I think there's a uh, early access demo for Xbox uh, one yeah. Yeah. Kevin's going to buy an Xbox to play it. A friend of mine was talking about it at work today. Kevin's been talking for two weeks very seriously about buying an <laughs> Xbox One to play the. Dude, never mind. I was seriously considering buying Arc. two Xbox Ones just so I could run my own server. You should do it, man. You <laughs> should do it. Whatever. Like, what the fuck is he talking about? What are you going to do with that money? Can't, can't fucking take it with you. Just walk. I could just imagine walking up to the counter in Best Buy with two Xbox Ones on Boxing Day sale, tossing them on the counter. So are, are you looking for which one's like the special edition one? Because you got two different ones here. I'm like, no, I need two Xboxes. Yeah, I need two. one, uh, just the console, no controllers, no games. And it's just going to, it's my server Xbox. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, There's nothing wrong with that. I think you got to. I think you got to pay for those servers. I don't. I don't think you. Uh, I don't nope. think you run them, dude. You? you run them. If that's why you need a second Xbox, because oh, it wow. runs it uh, exclusively. You want to run? You want to rent my? Uh, I got a server for rent yeah. upstairs if you want. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you should just buy a new computer. Play that game. Yeah, but then I have to spend like like two grand on a computer. Yeah, right? you know, let's do like nine hundred bucks on two Xboxes. <laughs> Is that what you're looking at? Two grand for a gaming computer? Yeah. I mean, my my roommate spent, grand. My roommate spent fourteen hundred, and you uh, know, if you're looking for I poo pooed all the hardware. Like, if you need like a new monitor, new mouse. No, new I just keyboard. need the rig. I'm gonna hook it up to my TV. It's all gonna be all right. You're Steam. You're already fucked. No, you're you're okay. What is that Steam thing? Steam Steam big, big picture. Big picture. Yes. Yeah. What am I looking at? 
Mm, Still too grand. Fuck that. No, you probably like fifteen hundred bucks. You, you can put something. You can put something nice together for fourteen, fifteen. It wouldn't be up to my standards. We'll talk about that. You know, it would not be good enough for the girls I go out with. But <laughs> if you want to, oh, he's already married. He doesn't need to impress fine, anybody. Right. We need to talk about that because I am very much so considering just like a gaming rig, like a dedicated gaming rig. Because fucked if I want to spend. Eighty dollars on every on any game and every game. They're probably going to go up more in Canada, anyways. Now that the dollar is the lowest oh it's ever gosh. been. It's really, terrible. ever been? Well, it's the bad. lowest since two thousand three. So, because oh, yeah. I remember, and it's still going down. It was sixty two cents. We're getting close. We're hovering just above seventy right now. So it's on the way down. It's bad. Yeah. Max is probably extremely happy. Oh yeah. He's oh, coming. Yeah. He takes a hundred bucks, changes it in for Canadian, gets like four hundred and twelve dollars. <laughs> Realistically, a hundred bucks is like almost hundred and forty bucks. Yeah. yeah. It's fucking nuts right now. He's gonna be living it up like a king. When we there was a time not that long ago when the Canadian dollar was higher. Yep. Which was is weird to think yeah, about. Yeah, probably now. like maybe a little over a year ago. Yeah. yeah. Uh yeah, it was like one oh three. Yeah. Crazy. Yep. That is super crazy. The world we And then just plummeted. You guys want to keep talking economics, or we'll go for a quick break here? Go on to our economics portion. Sure. It's a new thing. That comes after after the break. We'll bust into uh, the economics Stay of the world. Stay tuned for the parasol economics discussion. Stay tuned. Periscope. For the parasol. Stay tuned for the parasol discussion. <laughs> Hot code talk. Uh, and so much more on the other side of this break. Tell me about the new releases in video games, Matt. I even pointed all over and everything. I would love to. Someone fill. I looked. Uh, there was one new release last week that we didn't really talk about because we didn't really know about it. But uh, Ark Survival Evolved. Matt's already rolling his eyes and parsing his lips and being all yeah, angry. My, uh, I'm parsing my lips here on the parsing par- par- the parasol. The stay, stay tuned. Uh, It came out for the Xbox Early Access Game Program, whatever the hell you call it. Preview program, I think. Preview program, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you can pick that game up on Xbox now. Uh, I was... And, full, and full disclosure, full we disclosure, no it works or what? Oh no, I've watched videos of it. It looks actually really crisp. Yeah, it does okay. Uh, the menuing is a little bit hard to get through because you have to use the uh, like D pad. Okay. It's not like there's not like a floating mouse that you can move around kind of thing. Oh, but you're still going through PC yeah. menus. Yeah. Okay, that's a little, whatever. So it is a little bit clunky in that respect, but uh, the way they mapped the the controller uh, is probably going to be really confusing to start with, but it looked like it would be really intuitive once you figure it out. Because every button is mapped to uh, like the, the regular buttons and then the D-pad left up, right, and down. Yeah, that's all of them. <laughs> and uh, then you hold on, like, the bumpers or the triggers, and it brings up a different sub-menu that uses all those same oh, buttons again. okay, yeah. Yeah. 
I think Diablo did something similar. Did it? When it came to console. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's no games coming out that I feel the need to tell you about. Trine 3, The Artifacts of Power comes out on the PlayStation 4. Some people like Trine. Uh, that's it. Let's bounce on over to news. Uh, before I started with news, I wanted to just take the time to plug the brand spanking new Talking Reckless Instagram account that y'all should follow. It is Talking.Reckless. I'd officially condone nor support this. Absolutely, but, you do. Uh, you gave me the email to sign up for well, it. Yeah, of course. You do you. Which is podcast <laughs> sure. at TalkingReckless.com. That thing's a fucking wasteland. You can be putting whatever <laughs> you want up there. <laughs> hey, Matt Eads himself on Instagram follows exactly. Talking.Reckless. Allegedly. Um, oh, he, no, sorry. He does not follow that. Uh, uh, Talking.Reckless follows him. Eads Matthew. It also follows Dinner Dangles. It also follow, follows Random <laughs> a totally, 1990. A totally unrelated, some random dude named Dinner this guy. Dangles this guy that he is just tags funny. on every every one of our <laughs> posts. Uh, well, that was weird. I just turned up the right volume, but not the left. Whoa. Um, well, we're doing plugs. Speaking of plugs, uh, check out the Sat Pod as well. It's a podcast about wrestling. Our good friend Brando is on there, uh, hosted by my buddy Warren. You can find him sappod.podbean.com or uh, sappod on Twitter. You got any news? Yeah, I do. I just want to show you dinner dangles on. Sure. Let's He's see. Funny. Let me, like goofball. Yeah, there's a guy making this pretty much sums up what I think all of Instagram is. A guy in flannel with a pink phone making duck face at it. That's... Yeah, the internet is a dark place, I guess. Not uh, much uh, news, especially if I don't have my phone. Yeah, Are zero, you? zero fucking news if he doesn't have his phone. Kevin is digging into this dinner. This I'm just judging him because I'm awesome and my name dinner is Dinner Dangles. And this guy. <laughs> I'm going to like that picture. Oh, you son of a bitch. Oh, gosh. What's going on in the world of games besides was, not very much? Was there an Uncharted 4 tra- trailer at the beginning of Star Wars? Uh, I didn't see it. I heard there was. Okay, that's CG trailer, a yeah. news thing. Um, boy, are there a lot of trailers at the beginning of Star Wars that we talked about last week? Yeah, Batman versus Superman, the the Captain America Civil War. No, no X Men. What did you think of those? Like you never saw those before, but now you've seen them. I wish I wouldn't have. You know, Ah. you said it last week. Man, it would have been cool to find out Wonder Woman's in that movie, not during the fucking trailer. Nobody cares about Wonder Woman. No, no one does. But there's like a big you're like, oh no, Batman died. Oh wait, Wonder Woman saved him. Is in the trailer. Super stupid. A lot of people care. It's going to be in the first fifteen minutes of the movie. No, it isn't because it's after, and they already showed it's after Zod comes back as the fucking giant monster who's shooting laser beams out of his eyes, and then these eye lasers are. Heading towards Batman, and then oh no, there's a big explosion! Oh my god, they killed the Batman, but then Wonder Woman's there with her shield. Fucking fuck that! What? Trailers are stupid. Trailers are the worst. I like trailers. I don't like trailers. Final Fantasy VII: The Remake will feature full voice acting. That's not a news story. No, we already not knew a that news story at all. We already knew that. Former Fox Engine lead finds new home at Bandai Namco. What are you scrolling through this? Kojima started a new studio. How's that for a news story? Oh, yeah, right. Your top Metal Gear story of the week. Do you not think that he has, like, a non-compete contract? Uh, he, so... Does he not? Like, isn't that not a clause? Apparently, it either isn't or is up. He can't talk about his dealings with Konami. Sure. But he's gone on to... I'm gonna pull the story. I think he's... Just started a new Kojima. I think it's Kojima Productions. 
That's awesome. I'm gonna I'm gonna double check. Cause like, and and I think it was rumored that he has a exclusive lined up for PlayStation. Nothing rumored about it. They Confirmed? put out yeah put out a video him and uh, some oh, I can't remember his name. Big wig at PlayStation Four. Shuhei Yoshida. Nope. Uh, this fellow right on this video. Uh, uh, Andrew House. That's kind of crazy though. Like. If I were Konami, I would like slap like a ten-year non-complete compete contract. Well, you can't with him. force him to sign another contract when he's already leaving the company. No, like <laughs> when he first goes, like I guess twenty-five years ago, th- maybe that. Yeah, yeah that probably you know. did happen, and that might have been part of the giant the rumor, blow up between so the two. Right? The rumor was his non-compete clause was up in. Uh, it was like November. It was like two months after Metal Gear came out. Which was crazy. That that was the first thing that everybody, uh, like, clued everybody into the fact that, you know, he might be starting up his own thing. That's weird. Yeah, now it turns out he is. Because, um, like, I've, 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 from what I gather about these non-competes is I was working for a company and the three owners at the top, two owners at the top decide to kick the, other, the third owner out and they're like, you cannot compete with us. For one I've, full year, starting at this point, so he went and just worked the tools or whatever. And then when that one year was up, he started a whole new company and started stealing all of this company's like yep. employees. Sure, nothing wrong with that. Uh, no, and I mean that's just <laughs> the way things go. But like, as far as like Kojima Productions goes, like having his thing uh, ra- uh, complete, his non-compete co- contra- clause is NCC run up. Two months after, like, he's... Again, like, I don't sure, know. I yeah, don't know if that's... Yeah, I guess. Th- this is all rumor and hearsay. We will probably never hear yeah. the actual facts about it. But he did... Uh, that's cool, though. That's awesome. He confirmed... Uh, I'm sure he'll steal all the workers. He is... Uh, so the guy's cleaning up the gym. His new studio is called Kojima Productions and will be a part of a new franchise, quote-unquote, made in partnership with PlayStation and will be a console exclusive to the PS4. Perfect. Zone of the Enders has never looked so good. <laughs> I wonder what he's going to do. I, I wonder. It's a Konami thing. It's going to be a Maybe. spy game with a hero I don't, I don't called so. Newt. Get on mirror. Yeah. Uh, has he made any game that Steel hasn't been? Steel Cog Gaseous <laughs> is hot new title. Uh, they, it, 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 he's been, he has made games that aren't Metal Gear, yeah. Personally, like Zone like, of the Enders. I don't know what that um, is. He, he's been saying for years that he doesn't want to make Metal Gear games anymore. Since Metal Gear 2, he's been saying he doesn't want to make Metal Gear games anymore. Yeah. So this Just is his chance. forced by the man over at, at uh, Konami. Konami. But what if this was the real Metal Gear 5? But you just finished saying uh-huh. that he's not going to make another Metal Gear. What, what if it wasn't called Metal Gear? But it's the real Metal Gear? What if it's the real Metal Gear? I don't think that's going to work out too well. What if... Okay. E3 this year. He has his stage spot. We're going to bring up very excited to announce our new partnership with Kojima Productions. Kiefer Sutherland walks out. Uh huh. Hey, I'm uh, really excited to be working with Hideo Kojima again. Uh, also, I'm going to be in that Mortal Kombat 10 DLC, maybe. Okay, see ya. Just like the last time. If oh, anybody has a non compete, it's probably. Key for Sutherland. Fuck that. He's he didn't even sign any papers. <laughs> he didn't sign any paperwork. Nothing. The only thing he's allowed to do for the next ten years in video games is voice Snake. He was allowed to get. Uh, yeah. 
No. He was allowed to go accept the award at the, the Game Awards on behalf of Kojima, because Kojima wasn't allowed to go. Kiefer was there. Well, Kiefer also lives in the States, so it's not like a travel issue with him. I mean, the States are a big place. He's a busy guy, I assume. I, he's probably not that busy. Aren't they making a new 24 or something? Who knows? Yeah. There's some news. Um, there there have been all sorts of reports, too, coming out now about what was going on with Konami. I don't think we're ever going to hear the full story, which is too bad, or at least not for a few years, but uh, that's kind of all the news I have. I don't know if you have anything else. No, that's about it. Uh, Year-end slump of news. Nothing's really happening. Everybody's going home to celebrate with their families. Well, it's bouncing over to emails. Do we have emails? Let's bounce it over to my family, the emailers. Podcast at TalkingReckless.com is the address. Your chance to join us here on the show. Uh, I got some emails here. Uh, I got quite a few. There's a couple. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm going to read uh, two here because they uh, relate to one another. Jesse wrote in. I think this is the right one. Yeah, he says, uh, hey, boys, long time viewer, love the show. Anyways, I'm currently a student in university, and I kind of realize that I don't really like what I'm in school for. He's going to be a lawyer. I was just wondering, what's a good way to find or maybe test jobs that uh, you at least don't hate doing? I'm still young, so going back to school is still an option. Thanks, keep on keeping on. Now I'm going to read another one before we, uh, before we get to that. Because it was another question about some kind of job, something here, somewhere. Uh, Devin also wrote in, says, long time, first time. Uh, he's going to preface this. He recently graduated high school. He got his very first job. He works in a classroom, more expensive fast food type restaurant. And uh, he's worked there for a couple months. Uh, anyways, I was wondering about any of the past jobs you guys had. If you could talk about them, how life was, where you were working there, if you were making much money, etc., etc., etc. Specifically, Oliver and Kevin. I don't even know what Kevin does. Stripper, right? The first salary stripper in existence. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Not the first. I'm just the best. Uh, he says, I'm behind on podcasts now, but wouldn't it be great to hear or read this whenever I get caught up? With the gas, and he signs off. He wrote this in last week, actually. I didn't read it, but he wrote this in on the 15th of December. Uh, he says, With the gassiest of Mexicans in our thoughts, Devin. He, he could feel the hints were being dropped yeah. apparently months ago. Since the future. Uh, jobs, fellas. Past. Present. I had that uh, same struggle that uh, I, I think it was Jesse was going through, where. You go to school for something, you, you go to post-secondary school for something, and I mean, I got so far as to, to go do it for a year before you realize that maybe it's not totally for you, and that is a, like a, a horrible early life crisis. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, oh god, I just, so I just wasted two years of my life, you know, to be a lawyer, it's probably way more than two years, I just spent in excess of $20,000. For nothing, you got for to do literally it nothing. You got life you, experience. You got, I did. I you did. Got to do it. I did. You got to be on the radio. You got yeah. to like. You sort of got to live out like what you wanted to be. Unfortunately, it wasn't for you. Yeah. Unfortunately. Oh, I'm like I've made my peace. I have long since. Yeah. I'm fine with it now. But there was de- there's definitely that struggle of. 
not knowing what you want to do. And, yeah. and it makes you resent what you are doing. Like, especially being an electrician, it just makes you fucking hate it. It's like, fuck, I should be talking on the radio. I should be, you know, doing this. I should be doing this. But now you love electricianing. I don't, listen, I don't love it. I don't <laughs> hate it. That's the key thing. You know, everybody, so here's the secret. Here's what I've learned. And it sounds really cynical and terrible, and it is. But you you grow up your entire life with everybody telling you to follow your dreams. Do what you want. Pursue what you love. It's not the most realistic for no, a lot of it's, us, it's you really know. Not. Eventually, you just have to kind of buckle down, and get the nine to five, still do what you like, still do your video game podcast every Monday, play games, yeah, do your thing. But you know, I don't hate electrical. I don't hate my job, and that that's kind of the best I can hope for. I think, which is maybe a bleak way to live. But well, electricianing okay. is is definitely not like the most prestigious thing. Uh, it's definitely like a means to an end. Yeah, money. Yeah, money. Nobody. I don't think any tradesperson in the world wakes up. I'm sure there's one or two, but I don't think anybody wakes up and goes, you know, like gets real amped. Like, oh, I can't believe I get to do this great job. I can't believe I get to get up at five every morning and go out work in the minus 40 and it's only the sun is out for two hours a day. Yeah, I can't. I'm living it, guys. I'm living the dream. <laughs> Hashtag blessed. Blessed. That sounds pretty awesome. Nobody in the world does that. No, for sure not. And in my situation, I was able to take a break from doing this, doing being an electrician, to actually pursue one of my dreams, and that was work in the video game industry. And I did that for like a year. I worked for BioWare. Matt, you worked with me. Yeah. And that's not all it was cracked up to be either. No. And like, that, that was like... The most heartbreaking thing in the world, in that, a way, because that's that that was the dream, and then suddenly you're in the dream, and you're like, this is actually a nightmare. Yeah, this is terrible. I get paid no money. I have to work ridiculous hours. I will not have a job at the end of this month. Yep, like it is a godless fucking industry. It is very terrible. Making games is terrible. The work kind of sucked too. Yeah. The people were great. I mean, until, like, even those, the people got shitty after a while. The once once those permanent positions opened up and everybody thought that they could get it, the people turned cutthroat and it got ugly. Like, <laughs> in like in in the space of a day, in yeah. the, like it was just instantly everybody was shitty to one another. Yep, because everybody wanted to be hired on. Yep. Um. And see, the trick was to be the one guy who wasn't shitty to everyone else, and then he's the guy who gets the job. No. No. The trick is to be the shittiest and get away with yeah. the, the most... Barrier friends yeah. and fucking just stab them all yeah. in the back or in the face. Whatever you have to do, man. Yeah. They look at that and be like, yep, he's bioware material. Joke's on them. <laughs> I took a lot of art on the walls on my way out. <laughs> I'm not... I'm not joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, and so, like, I did that. I, I, I quickly realized, like, it's not lucrative. I don't have the skills to, like, advance. And if I wanted to say, it would have been, like, just QA. Yeah. I mean, for me. you know, like, you, you could have gone and, and got the skill set, but even then, there's no guarantee you're going to have a job. Yeah. You know? Like, I, I, I worked with a guy who... Uh, went through as a, a graphic designer and same thing like he you know couldn't really find work to have this big expensive education behind them that he's not really using and it made him hate electrical there eventually a, he just quit thank god because he was just hating his life there but, was a guy that got on permanently with bioware but still had to carry like a, a part-time job at there's there's a fucking Ryan's, yeah shop. That, my old team lead 
Ben, Ben B, still works there, works part-time at our roommate's board game store for minimum wage plus tips. Yeah. And he's worked there... Long. It's got to be at least 10 years. Like, he, he had worked there forever when I was there. He said he'd been there for four years. Yeah. So it's... So it's definitely, not, like... This is game specifically. I'm, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Jesse wants to be a lawyer. But uh, the same thing, you know? Uh, like, I'm sure lawyers get paid a lot better than video game designers. Yeah. If but you I can mean, handle the 100 to 120 hours a week. Yeah. If you hate it, don't do it. Yeah, that's no. my advice, Especially for a, for a job like that that's, like, really, really demanding on you personally. Like... Lawyer, uh, doctor, sure, all those other go to school for X amount of years jobs. You gotta love it, man. Yeah, you you gotta you gotta love every minute of it because it's gonna it's gonna eat up most of your time. Yeah. Yep, it's gotta be your life because that's what it becomes. And it's it's like it seems so easy to sit here and just be like, ah, yeah, quit school, quit school, do what you want, man. Like, you know, I've been there. It sucks. I've been talking about it with like a lot of the guys I work with. And I'm kind of at a ceiling in in my trade, unless yeah. like I really push forward, i.e., suck a lot of dicks uh-huh. to become like foreman and like a lot of dicks. general foreman and like superintendent superintendents and stuff. Like I have to like bag like my way up to the top at, past <laughs> where I am. Great time to get back into games, <laughs> <laughs> which I don't lo- which I don't want to do. So I'm like, so we were just discussing like what what is there for us? Like I could go back to school and try to do some in like a professional electrical field like uh, engineering or whatever sure, yeah. but that's like all full time like if they had correspondence courses or whatever i would probably pursue that but they they're all full time courses which i can't i can't hack but like a friend of mine a guy I sit with in the lecture room though he has been like throwing around this idea about like owning franchises sure because he used to be kind of like a big wheel in like a McDonald's factory or whatever. And like he was on the verge of like owning his own McDonald's. But they, fuck, they fucked around on him and he didn't actually end up doing it. You, you, you're giving me these weird looks. But I mean like owning a McDonald's? That's no, like, it's not that. It's just the, like I can sit in a lunch and be like, oh, I almost owned a radio station at Grand Prairie. I was a pretty big wheel. I guess so. You know yeah, I mean? no, like, like, owning a McDonald's isn't a, I almost owned a McDonald's because I was really good at my job. It's, I almost owned a McDonald's because I had $2 million in the bank to buy a licensing fee. He he, he, he was like general manager and district manager for McDonald's. That doesn't mean anything. It sort of does. because it's McDonald's. W- well, you, no, McDonald's is one of the like best companies to work for on a corporate level. Yeah. Because they pay so much money to the high up people because they, sure. they just print but money. just because you're the yeah. district manager of a McDonald's does not mean you almost own a McDonald's. No, yeah, that's no but he nothing. was he was he was in talks with it. Anyways. But like because he was more more of a cor- corporate manager than he was like an than than like like a potential owner manager. They 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 kept passing him over for to, for selling him a store or whatever, mm. and he was kind of burnt by that. But he was just talking how like that's still kind of an end game. Like he he sort of bowed out for a while, but like he is one of the guys who, that we're at that ceiling. Yeah, and he's like, we're not getting anywhere with this. Like I'm still going to pursue owning some sort of franchise. And he was just explaining how owning a franchise is way better than like starting your own like coffee shop or whatever because everything is systemized and everything's handled. It's easy and it is just like. But I mean, it's all it, 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 it's also limiting in those same ways. Print out money because like not McDonald's is sure don't Tim, you, you start, start a McDonald's or a Tim Hortons you're going to make money. Yeah. Uh, 
there have been a lot of subways go under in in Edmonton area. There were there were two subways went under Grand Prairie when I was there. Everybody and their brother is buying a subway franchise. Yeah, that's true. Not a lot of people go to subway. I mean, I go to subway, but and not, it all depends not on people go to subway. Like the startup cost, you can probably get a subway for seventy five thousand dollars. Apparently, it's a million bucks for a Tim Hortons. One million. Uh, last I heard was like three million for a Tim Hortons. <sighs> but you can only make money. Well, yeah, you can only make. It money. only goes up. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, that's, that's bad advice. Don't buy a Tim Hortons. Yeah. <laughs> or, or a McDonald's. Unless you're a multimillionaire, in which case, sure. buy a couple and give one to each of us. Sure. I don't know. I like. I don't know how lawyer school works, but I mean, I'm 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 an electrician only for the next three years, only till I get my ticket, and then I can be whatever I want. I have that ticket. I have that piece of paper. I can keep being an electrician if I want. I can go do fucking anything. I will always have that ticket. That's when my famous singing career starts. 2018. We'll see you. I'm excited. Matt Eads and the Edmonton Philharmonic Orchestra will be playing the Windspear Center. 2018. <laughs> uh, there was a second part to that, wasn't there? Uh, it, it was more just, you know, job advice. He was asking jobs, us what Jobs we do? you had. Sure. What what did you do? What did you used to do? What, what were some old jobs you had? I worked at a nut and bolt warehouse. Really? Yeah. Doing, doing what? Sorting out nut and bolts, filling out orders, shipping, like receiving. the snacks or the tools, like the the the, f- the fasteners. Okay, yeah, <laughs> that's much less interesting. Very much so. That you're the guy counting like six shreddies, one cheese stick, one Cheerio. <laughs> it was kind of a throwaway job. Uh, I worked at IKEA for a long time. It's where I met my wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, where were my other jobs? I was a blackjack dealer at a casino. So was I. Yeah, you were. So was so, so was, was I. There's your there's your life advice. Go deal at a casino. Yeah, it's apparently it's a lot different in the states. I worked a really? lot of. If you believe the Vegas dealers, it's a lot different in the states. I don't know if I do. Like how? What do you mean? Uh, apparently, you go to school for like a year. Holy shit! I could believe that. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Why not? I don't know. Here it's like two in weeks. You Vegas, go, it's you a, sit in the back room it's of the, the casino. The biggest for two weeks. industry in Vegas. I guess. They're not just going to hire guess. some dude off the streets with two weeks of training. But a year. I'd the totally fuck do they it. teach you for a year? I'd totally believe it. All the games? Maybe. Probably how, not. How Probably swindle. not. Because that's, no, that's security at, risk. At a year, absolutely they'll teach you every game. Uh, I don't know about that. I worked a lot of serving jobs. Those are fun. Yeah. The good part that I'm too. Yep. I haven't. We, my life story is not interesting. Everybody knows it. Yeah. No, I'd say... Uh, it was on the radio. Take something... Take take the hobby that you like doing most and and find a job that that does that. Yeah, like electricity. That's me. Yeah, like that's when when I got my job at the casino. The only reason I applied was because I was gambling at the casino that I worked at <laughs> every day. If you can, if you can live your hobby, yeah, it's a great way to live. That's right. If you can't, I don't know. Finish your lawyer degree and you know. Suck it up. At the end of the day, at least you're going to make a lot of money. Probably, I look. I think suits. You're going to be drinking scotch. Yeah, and yeah. hitting on your assistants all day. Yeah, exactly. I mean the, the bonus part about being a lawyer is that you can start drinking as soon as you get on on job. You <laughs> yeah. walk into your office, you open up one of your expensive bottles of scotch, you just pour a drink and whatever. Yep. Somebody comes in. Are you drinking at nine o'clock in the morning? I'm a fucking lawyer. Yep. That's all you got to say. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you a cop? Because I'm a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> and if you are a cop, I know about six laws that'll tell you to fuck off. <laughs> mm, I'm going to read one more question here. Uh, Eduardo wrote Fast back talking, in. Fast talking, snapping fingers. Yeah. 
he's got a real question, which I'm not going to read, but he says, Hey, crew, uh, before I get to my question, I have a small inquiry, which is going to be the big inquiry. I remember uh, during a few New Year's shows years ago, a few New Year's shows ago, along with our game of the year, which we're going to do this year, uh, each of you shared some personal favorites for other categories, such as best DLC, best soundtrack, best score, other non-game-related categories, like favorite movie of the year. Would you consider making a small list like that again to share with us? Yeah, we'd probably do something. I think uh, the way that we would probably do it is if you have something you want us to talk about, throw it out in chat. Yeah, that's exactly how it'll go down. Yep. And then we'll all try and remember through our many, many drinks we've had that night. And like, oh, best DLC. Did the 1886 have DLC? I can't remember. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll do something like that for sure. Do that- in-app purchases count as DLC? We'll, we'll have to suss that out the, the, the show, okay. the night of the show. Yeah. Uh, this show's on January the 9th, by the way. Please join us. It's going to be one for the books. I have nothing more to say other than uh, follow the podcast on Twitter if you want. It's Talk Reckless Pod. That's all I got, fellas. Closing thoughts. The year of VR stretches ahead us, oh, ahead of us. Man. We might not, we might not be back until 2016. I don't know if we're going to get a show together that week after Christmas. We'll see. Yeah, it'll be it'll be tight. What? What's the date on that? It's the, it would be Monday the 20th. We'll talk after. But there's a chance we might not be back until the New Year. We'll probably do one before the New Year's show, but it might be a while. So in case we don't see you, Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Have Kwanzaa a great New Year. Yeah. All that. Happy yeah. Holidays. Stay safe. Have fun. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. The Jewish one, too. That's around now, isn't Hanukkah, it? Hanukkah, yeah. 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 I think yeah. I said Hanukkah. Did you? I think Hanukkah might be over. Who? Maybe. I don't know. They, eight days, eight candles. Eight no, crazy, eight crazy nights. nights. Yeah. Follow me on Instagram. Oh, OJE underscore A. Follow mm. the Talking Reckless podcast at talking.reckless. Please, I need followers. We need followers. <laughs> Way to make it sound just not pathetic. Yeah. I just, it just <laughs> started, and this is the only outlet for it. We'll see everybody here, possibly next year, on the next edition of the Talking Reckless podcast.